KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In-Depth. So on Tuesday, something we all figured was coming became official as the Tokyo Summer Olympic Games were postponed. Obviously, with the Olympics, a lot of people have worked really hard to try to make Olympic team. And that's not just working out on the weekends. This is a way of life for months, if not years, for a lot of people. So what does postponing the Olympics mean? In some cases... It just means another year work. In other cases, some windows that are open now might not be open. It's going to take some life decisions. It's going to take some choices. So we wanted to dig into that and do so with some Philadelphia area athletes and athletes with Philadelphia ties and and see how they're handling the decision, how it hit them, and uh, where they go from here, basically. We're going to do this in two episodes. You're going to hear two stories here, and then we'll do another follow-up episode where you'll hear two more stories. So we're going to start with a young man named Nathan Gillis. He is a fifth-year senior at LaSalle University. He's a runner. Uh, he is a citizen of Great Britain, so trying to qualify for the Great Britain Olympic team. Hadn't qualified yet, was along the path, but there's a lot of moving parts with Nathan because he's a citizen of of Great Britain because he's a fifth-year senior. Uh, So things aren't black and white for him. And right now, everything is very much in the air. So we will start by talking to Nathan. So first question, Nathan, or I should say first thing, what were the events that you were looking to compete in the Tokyo Olympics for? So I was looking to compete in the 800 meters or the 1500 meters uh, track and field. So I was looking to run the trials in, in June back home. So that was my next question. How far along in progress in qualifying were you? So I, I ran the trials qualifying time. So uh, that, that qualified me for the effectively the semifinals. Um, and then the top two from uh, each event qualify. And then the third fastest time from that season. So um, I, was, I was reasonably along the process. I'm just getting ready, really. Uh, I was in training for, uh, for June to run the trials back home. And you were going to, you were trying to qualify from your home country, the UK, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I was trying to qualify for the uh, Great Britain team. So the word that the the games have been postponed, I think we've seen the writing on the wall. But uh, how does it hit you? How does it land with you? Um, I think mentally, I think most athletes have probably been prepared for this news for the last three, four weeks. I think when they started canceling uh, huge competitions like you know, the NBA, I think the whole soccer, uh, all the European soccer competitions were canceled. I think it wasn't too surprising. I mean, it's still upsetting. Obviously, you know, you train. We you know we train from August and set in place plans uh, to get us in a position where we can run the trials in as best shape as possible. So, um, yeah, I think it's more upsetting to be honest. You know, it's effectively what is it now? Nine months of of, uh, of training that's not really got an end product. So, yeah, it's a weird feeling. I think I think most athletes are in the same situation in this in, in, at this moment. Now, you were a fifth-year senior at LaSalle, and if I'm correct, and is competing in 2021, is that a possibility, or is that a window that you don't necessarily know will be open? Uh, in terms of in America, in the NCAA system, or uh, back home? No, for the 2021, like if 
since they're moving them the next year, is this are you in a position where you could still pursue your Olympic dream? Yeah, so that's 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 very up in the air. Um I think the NCAA are in discussions whether uh spring sports will get back to their eligibility. Um I was hoping to stay out here in America, to be honest. I think the facilities and the competitions are by far greater than in Europe. I think that's why most European athletes, especially for track, come out here to, to train and compete. So I'm waiting for the NCA really, to make their mind up in terms of um, in terms of whether fifth-year seniors will get back one season of eligibility due to the um, you know very strange circumstances. Um, if not, I need to start planning for, for life at home in terms of uh, competing and training back in the UK. But, I mean, re- ideally, I'd like to stay in America. So, obviously, I can't really make plans until I, I find out what the the NCAA are, are doing. Um, and that could be anything, to be honest. I think logistically, and, and it's, it's probably an incredibly tough decision for them to make. So, I think it's the waiting game at the moment. How much does being a, a UK citizen figure into all this? Because you've probably got another layer of unanswered questions as far as visas and such. Yeah, precisely. So I think at the moment I'm on a student visa that runs out in August. Um, I don't really want to fly at this precise moment in time. I think I don't think anyone does, and I don't think I think you know if I do fly back to the UK, I'm in a two week quarantine period. So at the moment I'm kind of waiting here to see what happens. Hopefully this. I mean, who knows? I mean, hopefully this dies away in the next two, three months. It could be a lot longer, I'm sure. But um, if I do stay in America, I'd need to apply for a visa. Nothing's really open, so I can't bring in that process at all. So uh, I think for me, as a, as, a, you know, as, a, as a foreign student and athlete in America, I think more or less life's on hold until this until normality resumes, whenever that will be. And does this, does it, I mean, you've had the process so much on so many levels. Does it seem surreal, or do you feel like it's sunk in with you? Um, I think it still feels surreal, to be honest. Um, I was hoping as well to run so the, so the world indoors. We're actually in China this year, and they were, and they were cancelled. Um, and at that moment in time, that was in mid-February. Um, it seems quite an insane month from, from mid-February to to now really that it's escalated to this point um it's crazy i don't think you know speaking to to you know um, friends and family back home you know i don't think anyone's really i don't think anyone in the world alive has ever encountered an issue like this before or a scenario so um yeah it's crazy i mean i i could i could never have envisioned envisioned uh, a situation like this unfolding so yeah i just have to have to see what happens to be honest with everything where i'm living you know where i'm training Our next Olympic hopeful is Tyler Nace. Now, he is a rower. Uh, He's already an Olympic veteran. In 2016, he took part uh, in the U.S. He was a member of the U.S. team, the Lightweight Four in Rio. He's a LaSalle College High School product. He's an assistant rowing coach at the University of Pennsylvania. He was also in the process of trying to qualify for 2020. He hadn't made the team yet. In a weird way, the actual postponement of the 2020 games for Tyler helps him because, as you'll hear, when the games were still on but a lot of the qualifying had been canceled, he was kind of in a place where if they did go forth with the games, they were just going to kind of take people based on previous performance and he wouldn't have had a chance to earn his way in. So in a a bizarre way, the postponement actually kind of opens the window a little bit more 
So we had a chance to, to catch up with Tyler and kind of get context for how hard he's worked and where he goes from here. So up first, Tyler, kind of set the table for us. Uh, what event were you training in hopes of competing in the 2020 Olympics? The men's lightweight double. And you have been in the Olympics before. You were in 2016, but it was a bit of a different event, correct? Yes, I competed in the men's lightweight four in Rio in 2016. So give people some context. When you're training for the Olympics, how long have you been, you know, has it been your focus of of training for 2020? And just to also give added context, you're an assistant coach for the University of Pennsylvania men's lightweight rowing team, and you didn't coach in the spring just so you could train, correct? Um, yeah, I've been basically training two times a day for about six hours a day ever since the 2016 uh, Olympics uh, ended. Um, that's been kind of my goal all along to try and get back to 2020. So it's been a four-year process. So where are you, were you on the process of qualifying? Um, we were just about to compete in Sarasota, Florida at the U.S. Uh, Olympic Trials. Um, if we won in Sarasota, that would have gave us the right to represent the United States at the uh, Olympic qualification regatta, which would have taken place in May. So it's still fresh here. I think most of us had known that this was probably the direction this was going to go with the postponement. But how does it hit with you? How does it sit with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, postponement was good considering they had canceled the U.S. trials and qualification regatta. Um, Still unclear yet about where um, the lightweight double is going to be in terms of whether or not the U.S. will have a chance even to qualify. But postponement definitely kind of gives me a a hope that um, things will will still have a shot to try and qualify. Because we had spoken before and kind of expound on that and explain to people, you were kind of in a situation where uh, because – the the trials and such had been postponed where you might not have had a chance, but now this does open the window a little. Can you explain that? Sure. Um, so basically the way it works is in 2015, um, seven boats qualified for the Olympics in the men's lightweight double, and they have two remaining spots open, um, which would have been contested at the qualification regatta. And once the qualification regatta was canceled, the um, FISA, the governing body for rowing, was just going to allocate two spots based on past performances, um, in which case the U.S. probably wouldn't have received two of those spots. Um, So with the Olympics being postponed, hopefully the qualification regatta is now postponed and not canceled, and we'll have a chance to compete and potentially qualify uh, for 2020. This is a lot the process, given how much work you've put in, and obviously there's still a lot of questions, but uh, where are you kind of emotionally right now? Uh, I'm optimistically hopeful. Uh, you know, it's kind of like before I didn't think it was going to be possible at all once everything was canceled. Uh, now there's like a slight chance. Um, definitely, you know, good news to say the least in the last couple of days, considering I put in all this work and, and, you know, we didn't even get to compete and the races were just canceled. So hopefully we'll hear some more good news as time kind of goes on. And you're in a place, uh, career, life and all that, where training for another year and if you're fortunate enough to qualify, that's doable for you? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I still need to work things out with Penn uh, in terms of how that all look, but um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like training, and I'm happy to give it one more year for sure. So Nathan Gillis, Tyler Nace, a couple of athletes who have been working hard, will continue to work hard uh, to try to get into the Summer Olympic Games whenever they are held. But as you hear, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So they were still trying to qualify. They were along the road of trying to qualify. In our next episode, we will catch up with a couple of athletes who basically already had their tickets punched. They were set to take part in the Summer Olympics, and we will find out uh, how they're handling the postponement and where they go from here. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.